we continue together with our opening hymn. Now the green leaf rises from the very lane, we that in darkness many days has made. Alleluia, Christ is risen, Christ is risen indeed, Alleluia. God be with you and also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they had heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks, Thanks be to God. We will say the psalm responsibly. Sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done marvelous things. With his right hand and his holy arm. He has won for himself the victory. The Lord has made known his victory. His righteousness has he openly shown in the sight of the nations. 
He remembers his mercy and faithfulness to the house of Israel. And all the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Shout with joy to the Lord, all ye lands. Lift up your voice, rejoice and sing. Sing to the Lord with the harp. With the harp and the voice of song. With trumpets and the sound of the horn. Shout with joy before the King, the Lord. Let the sea make a noise and all that is in it. The lands and those who dwell therein. Let the rivers clap their hands. And let the hills ring out with joy before the Lord when he comes to judge the earth. In righteousness shall he judge the world. And the peoples with equity. Am I unmuted? A reading from the first letter of John. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world, but the one who believes that Jesus, Jesus is the son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the spirit is one that testifies, for the spirit is the truth. Hear what the spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. We continue together with our gospel procession. gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said to his disciples, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer 
because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I choose you. And I appoint you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I'm giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Just about three years ago, the world was finally introduced to the great preacher we all know, Bishop Michael Curry. At the royal wedding for Prince Harry and Meghan, he was invited to preach. And there, he made an impact that I do not believe the Episcopal Church was in any way expecting or prepared for. They said it was the sermon heard round the world, the sermon of love that he preached to a room of celebrities and royalty and to televisions and screens everywhere. It was quite the moment to have someone like Bishop Curry take such a prominent stage and to have a platform to share a message of the gospel unlike any other. For us, Episcopalians, those of us who've been in this tradition for a while and have heard Michael Curry preach before or speak, perhaps we were not surprised. He is an excellent preacher, and the things he said didn't sound that radical to me. Someone who listens to the message of the Episcopal Church so often, the message of love. But to others, it sounded radical. To those unfamiliar with our traditions, with our preaching, with our theology, it felt like this explosion of radical love and acceptance and a frame on Christianity that those less familiar with our tradition actually enjoyed hearing. Our gospels can often throw us curveballs, strange stories and parables and instances that we have to make sense of on Sunday mornings, that preachers have to wrestle with, jump through hoops and twist and turn to get it back to this message that we hear today. This is always the message I am trying to point us back to, to root ourselves in this message of love. What more could we ask for than to get to sit within this gospel this morning to immerse ourselves in this language of love that we hear from the gospel of John? As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. Think about that. We are being told that God loves us, loves us, and is inviting us to abide in that love. This is the heart, the heart of our gospels, of our relationship with God. Where it gets complicated 
is when we are unwilling to examine what we mean by love. Love is a word that we can use and is so universally understood with a multitude of meanings that it's risky to not stop and say, what sort of love are we even talking about here? What is the love that we rest in with God? And what is the love that we are called to share as Christians? I recently started reading uh, Bishop Curry's new book, which is what started getting me thinking about the royal wedding and this challenge to the concept of love or this re-examination of it to define it, to live into it, to merge it with our faith. And it's a love that is not just romantic or friendly or kind. It's not just a love that is meant to make us feel good, but the love that we have from God is a radical love. It is a challenging love. It's an extraordinary love. A quote from the Royal Wedding Bishop Curry says, when love is the way, unselfish, sacrificial, redemptive, unselfish, sacrificial, redemptive, when love is the way, there's no child will go to bed hungry in this world ever again. When love is the way, we will let justice roll down like a mighty stream and righteousness like an ever-flowing brook. When love is the way, poverty will become history. Love becomes the bedrock and the foundation for our justice and interaction with the world. Love becomes the soil from which we grow to create the kingdom of God. Love is not just the natural outcrop of our work as Christians. Love is the foundation from which all other works and fruits grow. When we root ourselves in love, this love that Bishop Curry speaks of that is unselfish, sacrificial, and redemptive, love that is challenging and holds us even in tension with the world, love that is nuanced and complicated, it is from that love that God invites us to work. It is from that love that we care for one another and care for those outside our walls. It is with that love that we encounter the gospel. And as Bishop Curry has been known to say, if it's not about love, it's not about God. Christians have done many things in the name of God and in the name of love that do not resemble either in my opinion but we can do extraordinary things when we as a community and as individuals are rooted in that love. How we can engage and come to know one another, how we can engage and come to know our community. Today is not only a Sunday in the season of Easter where we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, it is also that well-known holiday, hallmark holiday, though it may be, of Mother's Day. All about love as well. 
And it too is complicated. We come to this day with feelings of love or sadness or grief or joy of complicated relationships with children and mothers and mothering figures in our lives. At the heart of this day, I think, at the best version of it that's not just about making money off of cards and flowers and chocolate, is celebrating a love like the love we know of God, a love that is unselfish, sacrificial, and redemptive. That relationship we enter into with the nurturing figures in our lives that challenges us and helps us grow and blossom. It's a complicated love. It's a love that challenges who we are and who we become. But it's from that love that we are most likely to grow into the best versions of ourselves. The reflections of who we are as created, embodied children of God in the image of God. The love of God is meant to comfort, but is also meant to push us as individuals and as our community. Where will, where will God's love push us to go next? How will God's love teach us to hold tensions in this world, to be in relationship with that that challenges us? God's love is extraordinary and powerful. And our work in this world, when rooted in that love, can be extraordinary and powerful as well. The relationship that we enter into God with, rooted in that love, will be transformative. May we hear this message of love this morning as the gospels share with us that extraordinary promise that God gives us, that we are loved. And may we not take that for granted. And may we share that with the world. Amen. Together, we continue on page seven, professing our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. 
We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As we greet one another, may the peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. Peace be with you all. Um, as we listen to our offertory, we will virtually pass the plate. Uh, you are invited uh, to text to give to Emmanuel. You can also give um, through our website. All that you give uh, helps us to continue our ministry, uh, which will be more vibrant than ever, ever as we start returning to in person and maybe even actually passing a plate again at some point this year. Uh, for all that you give and share with this community, I give thanks to God.
Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. That we all may be one. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you. That your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. That they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. That there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. That our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, including in our community, Andrew, Jillian Barlow, Jim Cameron, Glenn Crosby, Florian Crosby, Diane Goodman, Wayne Grabian, Lorna Hamill, Bob Hayward, Rosemary Howell, Peter Mockenheimer, Mary Lynn Morgan, Linda Mullen, Edith Ogden, Claire Parkinson, Pam Rhodes, Dan Rowling, Karen Rowling, Samari, Ron Smith, Vicki Smith, Don Snow, William Victory, Vivian, Ann Walsh, Julie Wiegand, Linda Williams, and Peter White. They may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest including in our community, Yana Glenn and George Edward Wordman. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We give you thanks for those celebrating birthdays. Fred Milkey and Ty Parkinson. And we praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. And now let us pray for our own needs and those of others. We lift up prayers spoken aloud now or held in your hearts or shared in the chat. Almighty God, gracious Father, hear the prayers of your people those petitions and desires that they share with you. May the comfort of your Holy Spirit and the action of your grace be present in our lives and fulfill our prayers this day. Amen. As our Savior Christ has taught us, we now pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. 
Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Do we, I see Fred Milkey is here for, we're celebrating Fred's birthday and I heard Ty Parkinson. Do we have any Parkinson's here? Or any other birthdays or anniversaries to celebrate today? Alan Affleck, are you waving? Are you getting my attention? I'm getting your attention. Yes. Yeah, we have an anniversary last Sunday. Happy anniversary. How many years? Uh, 62. Congratulations. <laughs> You'll have to share your secrets with us. <laughs> All right. Well, let us pray together. Watch over your children, O Lord, as their days increase. Bless and guide them wherever they may be. Strengthen them when they stand. Comfort them when discouraged or sorrowful. Raise them up if they fall. And in their hearts, may your peace, which passes all understanding, abide all the days of their lives through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and those you love and those you pray for this day and always. Amen. Amen.
Let us go forth in the name of the risen Christ. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia.